we want to oh, yeah. we want we want to let Wesley tell us a little bit about what he does. Like I said, I had a chance to speak with Wesley for about two two hours and some change. And um, you know, Wesley, we know we we know the same neighborhood down in South Florida, Miami, Opelika. So, Mr. Wesley, <laughs> tell us tell Jerry about yourself. And you got the floor, brother. So take it. Well, <laughs> gentlemen, first of all, it, it was awesome to hear um, you know Jerry speak. Um, hey, man. I, I'm so happy to have this opportunity to talk to you and Mr. Napier. Um, hey, you got a young man, as people try to call me a young man, I call myself an old man, 57 years old, born and raised in Newark, New Jersey. Um, like I said, played high school football, um, was able to receive a scholarship and go to an HBCU, Langston University in Oklahoma, and be able to graduate in four years and class of 86 and um the thing that i saw when i graduated um i was sitting down um at a awards banquet and al adels who knew my dad and also who knew my uncle cleo hill cleo hill was one of the greatest basketball players to ever play and everybody talks about this kaepernick young man being blackballed well, my uncle was blackballed, okay, um, when he was the number four draft pick in the first round. And he was blackballed, okay, by the St. Louis Hawks because um, Bob Pettit, Cliff Egan, and Clyde Lovett, these were our three Hall of Famers, they did not want him to run the show. He was averaging over 27 points a game, and, and he was blackballed. So I, I looked at what's going on with our young people because our young people if they don't have the athletic talent schools don't really want to deal with them and I'm talking about the Clemson's the Alabama's the Auburn's okay the, the Ohio State's because we as young African American males and females we're striving and that's the thing I always want our young people to know you're you got to strive, you got to go ahead and go forward, and you got to make it happen, and you got to invest in yourself. Because if you don't invest in yourself, nobody's going to invest in you. And that's why if you look at what I do with my website, Golden West College Athletic Services, we have a layer of opportunities for our young people. First of all, we help them with SAT testing, ACT testing, we also help them with getting an understanding of what it takes to be ready for a four-year institution. And if you're not ready for a four-year institution, we help you and prepare you to get ready for that two-year institution. Now, we're not talking about a school like an El Camino, okay, where or a school like a Southwest Community College where there's no dorms and cafeterias. If we're gonna help you get to a community college because you didn't do a great job on your SATs or ACTs, we wanna help you go to a two-year school that has dorms and cafeterias so it can acclimate you to the four-year institution that you'll be going to, where you won't feel like, wow, this is overwhelming. You, you know, And that's what our young people, they have a problem with a lot of times. Sometimes the stuff that they go through sometimes is overwhelming. We have young people who would love to have the opportunity to go to college, 
but sometimes they have counselors that say, hey, this may not be for you. And because everybody is not going to get an athletic scholarship. Everybody's not going to get academic funding. So we want to make sure our young people, be it student or student athlete, feel encouraged about the next move in their life. And for me, we've been able to help, you know, 239 student athletes. And this all started back in 2009 of January. And it was crazy because as I look at it, I, being a, a member of the Black Coach Association um, back in 1994, um, I was able to know a lot of coaches and some athletic directors who happened to be African-American. And I was told I need to use this gift to be a help to our young people. And because they don't have an advocate for education for them or a network. And the thing that came, that came across was, we'll support you, we'll help you get this all started. And Golden West College Athletic Services started because I was told I could make a difference for young people. And I've been to Louisiana, um, Alabama, Houston, Dallas, Oklahoma City, New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, um, Detroit, Chicago. And like I said, um, being able to talk and go speak to um, students, student athletes, and let them know what they need to do. And the first thing you need to feel confident and invest in yourself, okay? Because if you don't care about where you're going, no one's gonna care. And that's the main thing. And we want them to really feel confident. And we've been able to have a, a, a large stretch of success um, at having young men and women who um, are in college, who graduated from college, who went to schools where they could not believe that they would be going to. We have a young man, Wade Morgan. He went to a small school in, in Newark, New Jersey, and he wanted to play basketball at Stanford. And I was able to call Johnny Dawkins, who at that time was the head coach at Stanford, talk to him and coach Charlie Payne, who's now the, a scout for the um, um, Brooklyn Nets. And I, was, I asked him, hey, please look at this young man, give him a chance. And next thing you know, he's at Stanford. He has a 3.9 GPA. He was the, uh, like I said, Black Student Union president his senior year. And um, he was he was the MC when Cory Booker, a graduate of Stanford, was um, letting everyone know he was running for president. He was the MC to introduce him. And like I said, uh, Morgan, he came from humble beginnings. And the reason why I got to know him was because his father um, called me up and asked me, please, if you could take an interest in my son. And I have a lot of African-Americans who um, get to me through coaches or, or counselors. And I go to these schools, I ask them to fly me in, and I, I go to the schools, they put me up in a hotel, and then 
for the three or four days I'm there, I'm speaking to many students, student athletes I could speak to. And I'm going around to the high schools and talking. And I like to go to the elementary schools and speak to the, those are the kids we got to get. We got to get the elementary and the junior high kids. There's a large um, dropout situation where kids are dropping out in junior high. And I sent the article to Mr. Napier and it was about a principal at um, Westside High School in Newark, New Jersey, who found out that there were a number, not just 10 or 20, a number of students who could not wear clean clothes to school. Their parents did not have money to have a washing machine or go to the washing machine service um, in their community. He was able to get five washing machines with a loan of $20,000 and five drivers. And now young men and young women who are having problems financially can go to can go to the school and they can wash their clothes. And so many kids were being bullied because they didn't smell well or their clothes smelled sour. Now, he has shown that I'm taking the interest. And I, I looked at that and I said, I definitely need to go back to Newark as I do a lot of times. I need to go back to Newark and see if I can help him in any way. See, see if the mayor or the deputy mayor would open up their arms and say, hey, we need to have Wesley Green speak to our, our students who are in elementary school as well as in junior high, even on the community college level at Essex County Community College. These are the things that I do, and I, I really must applaud also my wife, who is a graduate of um, USC and got her master's at um, Cal Fullerton. She's been my executive director. She worked for A Different World, um, the show, as, uh, as, a, as a, a junior producer, and she's done a number of shows for the NBC network. Um, it's really, truly a, a blessing to have her with me as I go through and, you know, having a, a podcast, starting it up on, on, on Anchor and going to Spotify and then also Blog Talk Radio. So these are the things that, you know, like I said, I, I've done and, and I want to continue to broaden that horizon because I, I, I have a lot of um, Caucasian and, and, and Latino parents that want to come to me. And I tell them, I say, hey, the Latino parents, you got James Olmos who has his organization. Okay, I tell the, um, the Caucasian parents, you guys got a number of networks and outlets. I said, but African-American students and student athletes do not. They do not have that outlet. And I'm not talking about the, the top 300 um, student athletes. Those guys or those young ladies will get picked up. I'm talking about that bottom, that bottom one fourth, that bottom layer who want to have an opportunity to play college sports, whatever it be, bowling, golf, soccer, tennis. We get young people in school, HBCUs, you know, we get them in schools and, and I'm very happy about what we do. We could do so much more, okay? And to be able to hear um, Mr. Jerry talk and Mr. Napier talk, it's, it's truly a, 
an honor. And I and I thank you for allowing me to have this time. If you look at the website, you see it has layers to it, and it brings so much to the table. Excellent. So this Excellent. West College Athletic Services dot com. Yeah, Golden West College Athletic Services. Golden West. And, and, and um, Mr. Napier has the website for you, you know. Okay. And he could he could pass it right to you. I truly believe, okay. sir, um, that you you know, as I told Mr. Napier, you guys will truly love it. Um, you know, my my wife, um, she as she always says, you continue to talk and spread the message. I'll continue to to do the website. I'll continue to be the executive producer for the podcast and. Like I said, that's how we roll. And she's she speaks Spanish, so she blows a lot of Latinos away. When she when we go into a, a Latino home or we go and meet a Latino per se at a Starbucks, as I met Mr. Napier and my wife speaks, they go they start crying. It was an older woman. She was a grandmother. She started crying because my wife spoke better than her, all her children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was do, a, do, do you have a uh, Las Vegas present? Do you have a Las Vegas present? Um, I've been to Las Vegas on three occasions, and when I do mm-hmm. go there, um, I stay at the Element, um, in, in Sumlin, Nevada. You know, it's just away from the okay. strip and stuff, and I and yeah, I like uh, the atmosphere. And I, I I've okay. been there for base for baseball players. Um, I had I had a couple of baseball players. I was telling. Mr. Napier about um, Durango High School. Am I saying it right again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, Durango. I had a couple of ba- couple of baseball players, and I had this one kid. He was left-handed, and he was six four, six five, first baseman. Mm-hmm. And when I saw him swing that bat, I saw Willie McCutcheon. Mm-hmm. I saw Willie McCutcheon. I said, man. And his mother, she's a male. She's a um, works with the post office. She drives nice. around and, and passes out the mail, but the father, he was so, he, I couldn't believe this guy. He, he, he didn't never hang around the family until this young man was getting some acclaim. Now, mm-hmm. the kid's in his senior year, now the father, he jumps up. I'm his father. I was at a couple of his baseball games. They brought me in so I could see a couple of his baseball games. The person who, who brought his name to my attention was his counselor. She called me up and she heard about me helping another student athlete at her school um, go Mm -hmm. to um, Southern Utah and with a scholarship. And then she said, you gotta come see him. And I saw that his grades were like, you know, two seven. Um, He, um, we had to take the SAT four times where he could pass it, and he diligently did. But um, when I went to the game, I'm talking to his mom and and her family, and then all of a sudden the dad says, well, nothing can't be done unless I give the say-so. I was like, oh. And I said, well, this is a deal breaker. I don't know who this guy is. And then he wanted to let me know he was was the father, and um, the mom was very embarrassed by it. But I love what what the son did. He said, Please, Mr. Green, I know you see people sometimes who act a fool. I need you to help me. I need you to help me because I want to be out of here and I want to be able to go to a good school and hopefully be on college scholarship so my mom won't have to press. 
And that's what I did. I was able to help him get in school on a, on a full scholarship. And that's very rare for baseball because most of the time they give partials, okay? Right. They don't give a lot of um, fulls, okay? And um, I was able to get him a full because they saw the investment. This kid's 6'5". You know, he can, he can swing the bat. He's a great fielder. When he, when he feels, I thought he was Chris Chambers, of, who played with the Cleveland Indians and, and the New York Yankees, because Chris mm -hmm. Chambers had great feet. So I'm not, like I said, that's an example of two or three young men that I was able to help in Vegas. And um, like I said, I, I've always been welcome, and I've always been, you know, welcomed um, to speak to the young students, student athletes at Durango. Okay, okay. Uh, I have a nephew at Legacy, and uh, I was thinking of setting something up for you to, if, uh, you said brought you here, that, that means that someone else has to cover your expenses to come here if you get an invitation to a, a school yes, or something? Yes, yes, you know, that's, that's what I always say. Hey, you know, you, you get me out there, Louisiana, Houston, you get me out there, uh, you, you know, get me, put me in a hotel, and hey, I'm, I'm yours for the three, four, five days you want me, I'm yours, I'm going okay. around to the elementary schools, the junior highs, I'm going at, to your, to, um, your son and your daughter's base, baseball, football games, and I'm, and I'm checking them out, and I'm looking, I'm critiquing them. I'm looking at them in practice. Uh, you know, I sent the kid to, um, <laughs> um, you wouldn't believe it, um, Albany University out there in New York. The reason why I sent this kid, his, um, his relative, Randy J. Goodwin, is an actor, and he's a producer. And um, Randy, uh, we, we were church members. And Randy said, hey, his father is a dentist. He's kind of a nincompoop, okay? And, he, and he's, put, he's putting pressure on, on his son. And his son is doing everything academically. And he's trying to do everything athletically to please his dad. Well, what I did, I went up, we met at West LA Community College. And I got to see the young man shoot the basketball. We went through a few drills. We know we got a little lather up. Went through a few drills, went through a few shooting drills. I wanted to see how his feet were. And then I, I looked down at the end of the, um, other end of the basket, I saw guys playing. So I said, hey, can we get a four and four going? I want to see what this young man looks like. I'm, I'm recruiting him, helping him get to the next level. They said, sure. That kid, he was eating them up. And I didn't think he could. He's, you know, he's six foot, you know, and he was just, he was eating them up. He was shooting that ball like Tiny Archibald, Tiny Nate Archibald. Mm -hmm. He was shooting it. And I was like, whoa, young man. I loved it. And I fell, I fell in love with his attitude. He had a, he had a strong three point, over a three point GPA. His SAT scores were phenomenal. And when I put, when I was able to get him on full scholarship to go to Albany, you should have saw it. His father comes out to Woodward. Mm. Oh, I yeah. see, this is what this is what we're talking about. African Americans helping other African Americans. See, I knew I knew you were gonna be good. I knew you were gonna be good for my son. But then Randy told me he did not put up anything. He did not believe his son could go to a school like Auburn great academics, um, a good athletic program. He did not believe he could go there on the full ride. He thought his son was gonna go to El Camino Community College in 
um, in California. And it, it, it was sad because when this man walks up to me, he's all smiles. But when it was behind my back, he would say, he can't help him. And that's what I try to tell our young people. Stay focused. You're going to have parents who are going to be supportive. You're going to have aunts and uncles who are going to be supportive. You're going to have grandmothers and grandfathers who are going to be supportive. You got one school, one place in Newark, and not Newark, New Jersey, in Plainfield, New Jersey. Plainfield, New Jersey is rough. It is a rough area. A lot of stuff bad go there. I had a young man who played baseball, and I sent him to um, Northern Arizona. And his grandmother, first thing she said, please don't give up on him. Because, you know, he wasn't doing well on the SATs or the ACT. He just wasn't getting it. And, um, and I was very disappointed because we, we were helping him so, so much and with our website to help him study for it. And the grandmother just got on the phone one day, please don't give up on him. And we didn't, he passed the SAT, he was able to go to Northern Arizona and he was able to play baseball there. And she was so excited because she knows and she knew what Plainfield, New Jersey has for you. Nothing but mm -hmm. problems.